Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. For Tuesday, double shots of Van Halen and Judas Priest. You know, I was going to say it. Rick Tittle with you. We got three hours together, and you have to stay with us the entire time. I said the entire time, all three hours as we talk football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, Quidditch, trollerball, tennis, checkers, rugby, cricket. It doesn't matter if it is sports. I am interested in what you have to say. <laughs> you, what you have to say. That's gross. 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to get in and get heard. Once again, as my voice goes lower and lower like I'm on FM, 1-800-878-PLAY. And we'll do that. Also, uh, we have a few guests. Of course, it's Tuesday, so in about a half hour, we'll check in with Karen Lyle. And that is the SalesportTalk.com segment. Say that five times fast. We sell seashores by the seashore. Bruce Marshall checks in with us from Vegas, where there was a big football game last night. So we'll talk hockey with him. And uh, then we'll have a former Raider, Seahawk, a guy with a Super Bowl ring, uh, Arizona State, tight end, Zach Miller. And we'll talk uh, some uh, Fuchi ball, as we say in Brazil. We'll talk some football with him. But other than that, I want to hear from you. 1-800-878-PLAY, especially if you're with our military, listening on American Forces Radio Network. That's worldwide. Once again, 1-800-878-PLAY, PLAY7529. We are on sportsbyline.com, streaming along. Click listen live. If you want to write me an email, it's rick at sportsbyline.com. Also, we're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app as well. On your cable systems, CRN Digital Plus 2, Cable Radio Network Channel 2. Uh, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook fan page, the Twitter is at Rick Tittles. I enunciate my T's uh, as well. So this is Sports Talk. We had a good Lord intended it. All American. Somebody on a phone. Somebody on a mic. I'll be the one on the mic. You be the one on the phone. Take a quick break. Come on back. And let's get it started. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Get more miles on the road with O'Reilly Auto Parts. A clean fuel system means better gas mileage for your car. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Plus, earn double O Rewards points. For a clean, lubricated, more fuel-efficient system, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Mother's Day is this Sunday, and Pro Flowers is offering an amazing special. 100 stunning blooms for mom, plus a free glass face for $19.99, plus shipping and handling. Go to proflowers.com, click on the blue microphone, and enter the secret code 3000. But hurry, this incredible deal expires this Friday. With fresh flowers, guaranteed delivery, and unique vases and accessories that mom will love, Pro Flowers has everything you need to get your Mother's Day shopping done for all the moms you know. Order now from Pro Flowers to get huge savings. Just pick a delivery date and it's guaranteed or your money back 100 colorful blooms sent fresh from the fields and guaranteed to stay fresh and beautiful for at least seven days starting at 19.99 and will include a free glass vase order now because mother's day is this sunday and this incredible special expires this friday the only way to get this amazing deal is to go to proflowers.com click on the blue microphone in the upper right corner and enter the secret code 3000 that's proflowers.com secret code 3000 hi i'm rick tittle and i host the video game review every sunday night at nine o'clock pacific midnight on the east coast right here on the sports byline usa broadcast network video games are way more important than your job your school or your relationship so let's talk about them everything from the 2600 to the 360 i don't work for any video game company so i'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks also cheat codes interviews your calls i'll give away a game release dates all that and more every sunday night right here on the sports byline usa broadcast network Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Oh, I don't know about genius, but if you want to call me that, I mean, let's do it. 1-800-878-PLAY is the way to participate in the show. We'd love to hear from you, whatever you got going on in your uh, sporting world. This is why we are all here right now. <clears throat> it's funny how much I need things explained to me uh, when I'm uh, an old guy now. I guess I'm not elderly, but still, somebody said that if there's a 
American flag, but there's a blue stripe in the middle, then it's pro-cops, but then if there's another... I don't know what's going on anymore. I just I just thought the flag was a flag. But, but what do I know? This is probably why... Stick to sports, tittle! Okay, well, as I mentioned, there was a big football game in Las Vegas last night because it was Monday Night Football, which is always... <clears throat> obviously, it gets the attention of the nation. But it was the first time ever the NFL has had a professional game in Las Vegas with a home team calling itself Las Vegas. Um, I picked my Raiders. I say my Raiders. I've been a fan my whole life and continue to be uh, to lose. But they actually, I can't remember the last time I can say that the Raiders uh, outcoached a good coach. I thought that um, Sean Payton... Uh, was a little bit outcoached at certain times, which is weird to think about. Uh, Drew Brees, I counted five drops from his receivers. But the Raiders have a couple of guys who are excellent on their offense. One of them is Josh Jacobs. I, I can't remember anyone since Marcus Allen who really runs the ball that hard and gains so much positive yardage for a guy who's really not that big. Um, so he's the star. And then Darren Waller, who we found out last year, was a star tight end as well. <clears throat> and in a league where there are much more high-profile tight ends, deservedly like Travis Kelsey or George Kittle, and there are guys that make tons of money like Austin Hooper. But if you look at Darren Waller and what he's been able to do the last year plus two games, I mean, he really is fantastic. And uh, so the Raiders won that game, and they are now um, 2-0 and for the first time since, I don't know, a long time. <laughs> and the, uh, the New Orleans Saints, who, this is a thing for me, I need to see this stuff with my own eyes unless I have some sort of inside information. And I had no inside information to say that the Saints were now not as good as the Raiders. And on the night, you never know what's going to happen, but it's sort of like... People ask me, Rick, why didn't you pick the A's to win the division? Which they did. Congratulations to my Oakland A's. I'm on the American League West. Um, it's because Houston had dominated for so many years that it wasn't enough for me to say, well, you know, they had garbage can gate, so now they're going to have to uh, they're going to have to take a step back. Like now, it was still Manaya and Fires and a couple of youngsters like Lissardo and Puck, and Puck ended up not even pitching. And it was still Hendricks as a closer. I think it's hilarious there was an article by an A's beat writer saying that maybe Hendricks should be considered for the Cy Young and the MVP. because He has one blown save on opening night. Yeah, like he's going to get the Cy Young over Shane Bieber. I mean, it's just, first of all, I'm not against closers getting the Cy Young, but you're going to have to give me 50-plus saves even in a 60-game schedule. <laughs> and that's only if that every starter stinks. Like, the best starter in the league has a 4.26 ERA, then maybe I would do it. But um, I'll get back to the Raider game in a second. Let's go to Chris, who is out in uh, Oakland. What's going on, Chris? Hey, Rick, thanks for, uh, for taking my call, man. Great show, as always. Good morning. Thank you. What's up, buddy? Nothing. Hey, uh, just, uh, you know, I know you're talking to the Raiders, man, and just... I'm one of these Oakland guys that just I can't watch it, man. I just didn't watch one play yesterday. I haven't watched one play in the NFL. 
you know, best of luck to my guests. Uh, most of my friends are sticking with the Raiders and are just watching it. But uh, anyway, depressing. But a reason I called was, uh, you know, we do have one team that is from Oakland that's in the playoffs. And I wanted to get your take on who you think the uh, – I know it's a lot of – I know a lot on the other show that people talk about, uh, you know, who the three stars are going to be. But um, I don't know. Do you think Bassett's going to start? And uh, what, who, who would be the other two guys you, you would start in the, in the first uh, – I. Yeah, I mean, I think they're probably. It depends, of course, how it all shakes out. The, the good news right. for the A's is that they have a they have a chance now to get the rotation uh, like they like it. The the pitcher with the lowest ERA, as you just mentioned, of course, is, is Chris Bassett. But he always seems to get a little bit of a, uh, a shirk, you know. Like he he'll probably he's probably expecting to get moved to the bullpen for the playoffs. It just <laughs> it seems like they do that. Which is, yeah, um, so whether they put Manaya in, in his place, or, I mean, obviously Miner's not going to get a start. Um, well, I, I think, uh, Luso, well, Miner is a nightmare to me. I just, I know <laughs> he had that complete game, but I think that guy is, he shouldn't even be in the bigs. But uh, I would imagine Lissardo and Montas uh, are in the mix with Manaya and Fires. And, I mean, listen, they're all there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Manaya is not going to get the love. Because of uh, I, I don't know it's it's weird because of course he started the wild card game right um, but I mean Bassett has been pitching too well to to ignore but I think they would probably go with fires first and then what I would do is I would go I would go Lasardo Bassett fires which no one else would I, I just <laughs> I love Lasardo so much. But people say, ah, he's a kid. You can't put him out there in that situation. And I'm thinking, well, I'd rather put him out there in game one than in game three when it could all be decided. It's a good problem for the A's to have right now. How would you go, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I think Lissardo, it's, uh, everyone's talking to him. And, you know, last time we started a you know, rookie, Sonny Gray, had that great game against uh, our buddy Verlander, but still lost. We all were sitting there watching that one. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I – I, I, I like you. You've been talking the past few weeks about Fires and how Fires isn't getting the love, and I agree. I think Fires needs to be one of the starters. I like Lasardo, and then I would go Bassett. So maybe, maybe, maybe do Bassett game two and Fires game. Two. I don't know. I, set the tone. Let me ask you this. And so that's that's a, that's a great time. Let me ask this. So we, since we're going to be hosting three of the games, are we the home team all three games? Is that how that works? Uh, <clears throat> I'm sure that they have to be. Yeah, uh, I think it would be too. Confusing, if not. But then again, I could be wrong. That's actually a great question. Um, I've been Dominic, trying to find it out and talking to people about it, and no one that, seems to know. Yeah. Uh, huh. yeah. No, okay. I, I guess it. You know what? I mean, the only reason they're having it in one town is to cut down on the travel. Maybe they would give game two to the other team, and the A's would have to bat first. Well, we'll get on that, Chris. That's a good question. All right, sounds good, Rick. Again, I want to type your uh, your your phone line here. But again, thanks for taking my call. Again, thanks for you know pushing East Bay sports and damn it, Raiders. God, I wish they were still here. Finally get 2-0. and <laughs> You know, just like when they moved to L.A., right? They won the Super Bowl that first year, and when Al Locasell says, hey, they're going to start renaming street names after the Raiders, and, you know, I don't know. Really depressing. But thanks again, Rick. Have a great day. All right. Hey, Chris, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I had someone who was <clears throat> texting me. Excuse me. I had a couple people texting me, and one of them is a pretty well-known guy. I don't think he would want me to tell you who it is, but a pretty well-known guy that you would know who texted me and said, you're not rooting for him, are you? And he 
said, I've already told you, I'm a fan for life, I can't help it. Um, yeah, I know, all the games will be at the Higher Seeds Park. What we're trying to figure out is if one of them will be the, uh, just, I got Dominic here. Just trying to figure out, I can look it up too. Just trying to figure out if at that park, one of the team will be the quote-unquote road team and bat first instead of second. Maybe a game two. Um, but I had someone else who was texting me who just was full of rage and hate and he said the whole game I was praying for the Raiders to lose and and I, as I said, I get it, you know. I'm glad I don't feel that way. That would be so weird for me to look at that helmet and want it to lose. It's just, it's just not possible for me. So I did this for 13 years while they were in L.A., and I'm just back in L.A. mode again. I really am. And once the game kicks off, I just feel like it's the Raider game, you know. I don't really think about, oh, they're not here anymore. I mean, it's funny, that whole game, I thought they were at the Superdome seemed like a road game <laughs> so it's gonna take a while and yeah it sucks it does suck there's no doubt it sucks but as i said i i kind of wish i could turn on them but there's no way it would be like me you know joining the soviet union and hating america i'm rick tittle come on back on sports Planet. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. This is a potter's field. 
When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499 Again, that's 800-516-2499 Paid for by Final Expense Direct Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that, and thank you for listening uh, wherever you might happen to be, and you may participate, as we saw Chris do in the first segment at 1-800-878-PLAY. He was asking about the playoff format. The Oakland A's, now that they are division champs, the three games, if Nessa in uh, Oakland coming up here in really a little bit more than a week, would at one point they be the road team? And I just looked all over the web, as did Dominic over there in North Beach, it just says a higher C- or the uh, home team will have all three games there. So I would, I would imagine uh, they'll be wearing their white pants the whole time, which reminds me of a time at, uh, when the A's moved into New Hohokam in Mesa after leaving Muni, um, which I love. But you know, Hohokam, at least they get it to themselves. And <clears throat> we were sitting in the dugout, before a game and it was a split squad and Melvin was going to leave to go with the uh, the road team but he was hanging out in Mesa and, and he had the away uniform on and John Hickey one of the beat writers said because Melvin goes yeah I'm going to Goodyear and and John said oh there's a horrible accident on the freeway because it's going to take you forever to get to Goodyear you're going to be sitting in traffic the whole time Melvin said, I think I'm going to go put my white pants on. I think I'll make Chip go do that game. <laughs> and he was just kidding. Uh, also, the A's contacted uh, the press yesterday, of which I'm a member, believe it or not, uh, about <clears throat> attending the playoff games. And normally that's a knee-jerk yes, but I realized that uh, I have no interest in going to that game outside of my own fandom. Think about it. I would be sitting in the stands mile apart from any other person. I'd be wearing a mask the whole time. So <clears throat> what kind of experience is that? That's a zero experience. And so I'd much rather watch it with family and friends and be able to talk about it than to sit there isolated, isolated, and um, you know, not being able to talk to anyone. You know, and and afterwards, not going in the lo- not going in the um, the clubhouse, 
no press conferences, no pregame, no hanging out on the field during BP, no sitting in the dugout. So I realized that I have zero interest in attending that game, which is weird, but I just explained why. I think you'd probably agree. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to my man Charlie in New York City. What's up, Charlie? Well, Rick, I was completely wrong about last night's game. I gave the Raiders close to zero chance of winning, and, and they half, half fully, happily for myself proved me wrong. I, I do think Gruden outcoached uh, Peyton, uh, or at least at the very least, he called a great game. Great, you know, Carr played well. I, I can't knock him. He played really well. Uh, again, another another stat that super impressed me was three penalties, uh, six penalties through two games. That's usually what they get in, in a in a quarter. So they, <laughs> you know, uh, incognito going down early made me worry uh, early in the game. Also, for you know, uh, Carr, you know, he took a couple of those sacks. He they it took him a little while to get their offense rolling, but once they did long sustained drives. I mean, um, their defense, I guess you could say, bent but didn't break. I don't know if you want to put that – I don't want to say the word blame, but is that more – you know, some of the things I've been reading, particularly this morning, is that Drew Drew Brees, has he lost a step or is he looking – showing his age? But, you know, I'll give the rate of defense credit. uh, And and, and also, the Saints made a lot of mistakes, a lot of penalties. They played – very Raider-like football last night, uh, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. a lot of penalties. But listen, great win, two and zero. You know what can you say? You know, clutch field goal, fifty-four yarder to ice the game. Uh, you know, just an overall great game. Um, Mike, uh, I want to jump to the A's real quick uh, because you guys were mm-hmm. you were just talking about them. Uh, it, quote unquote, if the playoffs were to start today. They're playing Houston now. Do you think it would be more advantageous if they were to face an opponent that they're used to or have faced, or would they be better off facing, say, I don't know, a Toronto or, or I, you know, I don't know what the seating is or Cleveland? I, I think you, well, you never know, and, and like I said, I don't really have a preference, but I think you're you're always better off having a real solid book uh, on somebody, and they haven't played the Blue Jays all year. And so there's a little mystery to it. And so I think if you're a, the, the skipper, you'd rather play the, the team that you kind of know. Yeah, but couldn't that work both ways, too? Uh, say it's Toronto, them not knowing Lazardo or not, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. You can make the argument that they don't know you. I was just trying to think of myself as, as Melvin. You know, like, how do I pitch Bo Bichette? How do I pitch, you know. But you're right. Then they have a book on you, too. So and, it's sort of like saying, would I rather clinch a week early and be rusty, or would I rather not rest and have to fight and then be red hot? I think all in all, I'd rather have the rest, but you know, you you never know it's going to work. No, I'd rather have the rest. They could try to maybe get Davis going, see if he can maybe get get you know. They, they, no, I always want the rest. Anyway, Rick, that's all I got, buddy. I'll keep listening. Talk to you later. <clears throat> Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. That's uh, Charlie out there and. You know, Derek Carr played a very uh, good game, and you could say manager of, of a game, but he hit 11 different receivers, which is crazy. 
um, a few of them just once, but if I gave you the over-under on who was going to get one of his three touchdown passes, I don't think Alex Ingold or Zay Jones would be at the top of the list. I think Darren Waller would, who 12 catches for 103 yards and, and a touch. But you know, Henry Ruggs, we were like asking, is, is he just a decoy? Is that all they're, they're going to use him for? Um, there was a scary moment where Jonathan Abram, and I don't know if the design of that stadium is lousy, but why the TV truck, so to speak, a production truck, but the TV telescoping camera truck was five feet from the field. You had the, uh, the rookie, Arnett, who at one point was benched, but he almost hung himself. He went underneath, and there was this weird loop that went under his neck, which was scary. And that wasn't even the bad one. You saw Abram do like he was playing in Serie A. He was just a dead body, and then all of a sudden he got up and ran away. I'm fine. That guy is so... I mean, he's a good player, but he's a character. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, the whole thing about... You know, Drew Brees, is, uh, is he done? Is he not done? Um, I think, look, Drew Brees threw an interception where he didn't see linebacker Nick Morrow step up, basically threw it right to him. And a couple of times he overthrew guys. But he still, like I said, I counted five drops. Emmanuel Sanders had a horrible game. He still threw for 30 more yards than Carr on two less attempts. What I would have done is I would have bell cowed Alvin Kamara up the kazoo. He had 13 touches for 79 yards and two touchdowns. And they did throw him the ball a lot. He had nearly 100 yards receiving. But 13 carries? I'm sorry. I just... I, Ty Montgomery, give me a break. These other guys, Latavius Murray, no. And I know they want to get crazy with Taysom Hill sometimes, but... I, I just would have stuck with him. That would have been my guy the, the whole time because that's, that's the, the talented, scary guy uh, right there. But, um, you know, the, the Raiders' uh, defense, who they still have a few schmucks here and there, um, I was impressed, you know. And, and as uh, Charlie just said, that field goal attempt was, was nutso. Because if, if they don't get it, you're giving Breeze the ball basically at midfield. I don't, I don't know if things would have ended well, but then again, if you hit it, it's game over. And then Sean Payton's throwing these little outs, and it's like he had no interest in winning the game. It's like, no, you have to throw the ball the length of the field, hope for a PI or a touchdown, then you get an onside kick. I mean, there's 40 seconds left, and he's throwing the ball three yards into the middle of the, into the hook going to take you 20 seconds just to get another snap off so i don't know snap on snap off the clapper when we come back we'll talk a little sailing we'll get back into the uh to the traditional sports we're coming up next sellsporttalk.com i'm rick tittle we'll see you in a second
Karen Lyle at Salesport Talk, and I'm speaking with Evan Swartz, who is the statewide director of the California Coastal Cleanup with the California Coastal Commission. Thank you, Evan, for joining us on our show. Thanks for having me. Evan, tell us a little bit about the California Coastal Cleanup. So this year, we're encouraging people to recognize that they can clean California's coast from their own front door. Ordinarily, we would be getting ready to host giant cleanup sites all around the state. Last year, we had over 1,000 cleanup sites, and more than 74,000 volunteers showed up at all of those specific locations around the state. But clearly, it's not safe to encourage large gatherings this year. So instead, what we want people to do is come to the understanding that everything in California flows downhill to our coast and that trash in our streets is actually ocean pollution that's just waiting to happen. So if we can clean up our neighborhoods, clean up our communities, clean up local parks and creeks before the rains come and wash all of that trash down into our stormwater system, we're actually cleaning our coast. So we want folks out in their neighborhoods as often as possible picking up trash wherever they see it. How would they be able to report to you? Yeah, that's a really important part of this year's effort uh, because we need to know what's out there littering our communities. We're encouraging people to download an app called Clean Swell, and that'll help us track the types of trash that people are picking up, and it can also help them get counted towards our statewide totals for volunteers. Each time you track a cleanup on Clean Swell, it will show up on a map on the database uh, at coastalcleanupdata.org. So we're able to see all these different cleanups popping up all across the state already. The data is so critical because it's what we use each year to make changes in how we're creating and handling trash in the state. Coastal Cleanup Day data has been critical in efforts like the statewide plastic bag and in the bans on expanded polystyrene foodware that are happening all across the state. We've used the data to help change regulations on how trash is handled in our stormwater systems. We learn so much from the data that our volunteers collect. We have a record of debris data going back now to 1988, so it's the longest-running debris set, uh, data set out there, um, and we've been able to use it to show trends over time and how trash in our environment has actually changed. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. It's uh, Tuesday in our first hour. We do a little salesporttalk.com. We get out there on the bay and other waters around the world in the seven seas, and we always do it. My co-host for this segment, Karen Lyle, who has a pre-recorded interview we're about to run with Robin Albritton. It's in two parts. Robin is with the Ocean Conservancy. Karen, welcome to the show. I know you also wanted to mention that former... Major League Baseball player Hunter Pence has joined uh, Team Ocean. What is that all about? Well, that's basically um, to do with the Ocean Conservancy that I that this interview is about. So it was a co- coincidence. I didn't actually realize that Hunter had joined the team to help 
pay attention to what's happening with our oceans and be involved in the in the ocean cleanup, but he has, and so I think that's a great thing. He's a good guy, and he has a lot of free time now, so that's good that he, <laughs> he's doing something. All right. right. Uh, without further ado, let's listen to part one of Karen Lyle with Robin Albritton. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and I'm speaking with Robin Albritton, the Senior Manager of the International Coastal Cleanup for the Ocean Conservancy. Robin, it's great to have you on the show. Excellent. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, so uh, September is a very exciting month for Ocean Conservancy uh, because historically it hosts the International Coastal Cleanup. This year in particular is big for us because it is the 35th anniversary of our cleanup. And, um, you know, we had planned to do quite a few different events celebrating the history of the cleanup, which, of course, we've had some changes to that due to COVID conditions and um the, the cleanups themselves are historically such a wonderful gathering of, a, of folks from the community to come out, clean up, do their part to protect their, their waterways. And fortunately, due to uh, gathering restrictions, some of those events have been changed a bit this year. But we're still super optimistic for a strong 2020 International Coastal Cleanup and a great celebration of our 35-year history of coming together and, and making sure that we're keeping marine debris out of our waterways. Now, I understand you have an app this year that people can download that can help them participate in the cleanup during the pandemic. What is that app and how do they get it? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And so our app is called Clean Swell. And it's available in both the Google and the iPhone app stores. And the beauty of the Clean Swell app is that it can be used literally anywhere in the world. You don't even have to be on a coastline. Um, I personally live in Atlanta, and I will be participating in the International Coastal Cleanup in my neighborhood. It uses Google imaging to track your location during the cleanup and help record our data of what you're finding during your cleanup. And so we're suggesting using the CleanSwell app as a great way for small household or family units to get out and do their part for their community and for their environment, you know, without putting themselves in any sort of a dangerous situation by being around too many people and also making sure that everyone is able to follow local municipality guidelines on on group gatherings. This is Clean Swell, S-W-E-L-L, like the swells in the ocean. Is that right? Yes, absolutely, yes. And and I guess I should hop in here and say that it is, um, you know, completely free to use, of course. The data that we collect with the International Coastal Cleanup, either through cleanup events or through the Clean Swell app, it really goes into this global database that has been tracking marine debris items for the last 35 years. And it's an open access database that's used by scientists and by policymakers and students around the world. And you can pull up the database to see what items are of local concern in your area. And, and it is always available for anyone to access. Well, I'm very interested in knowing what the scope of problem there is with trash and debris in the ocean and how you've been able to track this cleanup effort. Can you tell us a little bit of the statistics that are involved in this? Absolutely. So the International Coastal Cleanup really is a global effort. There's an amazing community of International Coastal Cleanup coordinators that assist in, in making sure that these events take place 
around the world. You know, this is our 35th anniversary, and last year we hit the milestone for the first time of having over a million volunteers in one year. But, you know, collectively we've had over 17 million volunteers participating in the effort since its inception, recording nearly 331 million pounds of trash. And, of course, those are, you know, items that we are actually recording. We know that volunteer efforts reach much higher scale than that of items that are never actually recorded every year. And recording during the International Coastal Cleanup might be a little tedious, but, you know, like we were saying before, the, the data recording is important for, you know, tracking problems in your community, enacting local policy changes, and, you know, we just really try and, and get an idea of the problem that's out there. And for the history of the International Coastal Cleanup, we've been tracking these top-line trends of, you know, the top 10 global trends. We can also look up the top 10 U.S. trends or in your community. We can pull all sorts of data to, to show um, any sort of items of local concern. Last year, we saw for the first time that plastic cutlery was the first time that it was a top 10 item, and that's something that we had never seen before. So we were sort of working on a campaign called uh, Quit the Cutlery. The year before that was the first time that we had ever seen all top 10 items globally were items that uh, were made of plastic. So it is really important to be able to track these trends over time and see how, how our ocean is changing and also how the debris that's entering the ocean is changing. What would somebody do in order to be able to participate if they'd never done this before? Yeah, absolutely. So in years past, I would send you to our website, um, which is signuptocleanup.org. And what it does is it shows all of the participating cleanups that take place globally. Um, it's a map where you can log in and see your local cleanup, your local cleanup leader, and you can go directly to their website to sign up for a cleanup. Of course, this year, since we are struggling with group events and wanting to make sure that we maintain social distancing during cleanup, we are sending folks to a new website that we've developed called WeCleanOn.org. And from there, there are all sorts of resources about how to safely conduct individual cleanups. You know, we've got steps for how to make sure that you're safe during cleanups. There's instructions there for how to download clean, the Clean Swell app and how to get involved, you know, in your local neighborhood. And then, of course, reaching out to us directly, we can always put you in contact with any sort of local cleanup initiatives in your community. Um, you know, while we may not be posting their direct events, there are communities that are still able to host local cleanups um, depending on their municipality regulations for, for gathering for events. And we are always glad to direct you to our partners who do cleanup near you because, you know, Ocean Conservancy is headquartered in D.C. and their the international coastal cleanup would certainly not happen without the, the collective effort of our partners globally. And so we are always more than glad to point people to local organizations to do cleanups as well. You're listening to SalesportTalk.com on a Tuesday here, Rick Tittle, and let's continue on with Karen Lyle's talk with Robin Albritton. 
talking about your partners locally. How many different countries participate in this coastal cleanup and how many partners are involved in doing ocean cleanup? We usually have more than 150 countries participate, participating in the International Coastal Cleanup. We currently have 350, around 350 different partner organizations globally that um, are really the heart and soul of the International Coastal Cleanup. You know, these are individuals or small nonprofit organizations that globally have a deep concern for their local waterways and for the, the health and well-being of their community. And without this volunteer effort, the International Coastal Cleanup would not be possible. And so, you know, it's it's a really lovely community event that brings people together to to work on a common goal, um, to make a difference for themselves and their local environment. And that is, you know, one of the things that we've honestly been a little sad about with the social distancing happening this year is the fact that we can't actually get together to, to celebrate this volunteer event. It's not exactly the year we imagined, was it? <laughs> No, it's not. But, you know, like I said, we're, we're still anticipating participation. We are getting requests from, from folks every single day who are looking for different ways to engage with their community, volunteer events, you know, even just so much as getting outside. And because it's a global event, you know, we know that it's affecting everyone in different countries differently. Um, you know, in speaking with our, our global partners, we have some partners that, aren't allowed to go, you know, more than a meter from their front door unless it's, you know, for a specific reason or to exercise. And, you know, for folks who maybe don't feel comfortable with going out and being in public or can't, um, we do have other resources on on that website, which is wecleanon.org, where there are, you know, educational materials and, and just different ideas in, in which you can participate in the International Coastal Cleanup, even if you can't physically be at an event. Why is it so important to be able to keep the trash out of the oceans when it comes to the sea life that we have so much enjoyment from and that help make our oceans sustainable? Yeah, you know, that's a great point. And Ocean Conservancy, we promote a healthy ocean. You know, we want to make sure that we are able to, to do things like fish forever. We want healthy fish stocks. We want healthy ocean mammals. We certainly don't want any any of our friends that live in the ocean to be negatively affected by debris or litter that um, may be caused by, you know, human consumption. So it is so important to us to make sure that we are keeping things like debris and plastic out of the ocean because it kills sea life every single year. We see fish are eating plastic. We see it popping up all over the place and inside the fish that we are eating. And it really comes down to also a public health crisis. And we want to make sure that the public is also able to continue to enjoy fishing and, and consuming fish um, in perpetuity. Robin Albritton, and we are back live again. Uh, Karen, um, why is it uh, so important to you, uh, this ocean conservancy? Well, you know, I really do care about the sea life. It's one of the things that I enjoy so much when I'm out sailing is being able to see um, fish and the mammals that and and the birds that are all engaging there. And I didn't actually realize the the extreme impact that that humans who had you know allowed 
um, plastics and other things to get into the sea had upon the sea life because I don't always see that on the surface. But evidently fish will like eat a plastic bag and think that that, that they're full and they'll suffocate. And then some, that will end up in a bigger fish who eats that fish and then a bigger fish eats that fish and then we end up with that on our table too. So it affects the food chain all the way up to us even if we're not out on the ocean sailing like I am. All right, Karen, once again, thanks for your time, and we'll see you next week. Okay, we'll see you then. Salesporttalk.com is the website. All right, Rick Tittle with you. Come on back. we got another couple hours, and let's close out hour number one together. the debt destroyer network any debt you have credit card tax student loan debt call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt it's great advice plus when you make this free call now we have debt destroyer experts ready to help they can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track debt problems don't have to be overwhelming you can live stress-free and debt-free Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain, they know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 
Oh, come now, don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Jeez Louise, that's something else. You know, uh, by the way, we got another two hours to go, and it's great to have you with us. Um, they had the, uh, the Al Davis eternal flame about a thousand times bigger than JFK's or the unknown soldier at Arlington National Cemetery or under the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. Uh, and it's electric, you know, as you might imagine in Vegas. But there was uh, Al Davis's uh, wife in a wheelchair, and she pressed the button to do it. And I was just thinking about how Mark Davis bragged that he wouldn't be at the game because he didn't feel that he should go until every fan should go. And the announcers were like, that's very admirable. And it's like, just butt kissers. And at one point... They said, hey, we really want to give a shout-out to all the fans watching back in Oakland. And I was like, shut up. Don't pander to me. Don't kiss my butt. But I was just thinking, you know, Al Davis's wife lives in Piedmont, where Mark Davis grew up. It's the area of Oakland that's pretty well-to-do, so to speak. And uh, <clears throat> I could just imagine Mark saying, Mom, I'd like you to be in, there in Vegas to light the eternal flame for Dad. And she said, okay, I'll do it. When are you picking me up? Uh, I'm not going. Oh. You go. <laughs> now then again, I'm sure Mark is already in Vegas, and he was probably somewhere hitting the bows with the whole thing about, what a great guy. He just doesn't think it's fair. You know what I think? I think this. All right. Remember, it's highbrow stuff here. we got another two hours. Come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. And if a, uh, a nominee actually reaches the floor, then I will vote based upon the qualifications of that nominee. Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney regarding President Trump's nominee to the Supreme Court, which the president announced will be made on Saturday. Meanwhile, delivering a virtual speech to the U.N. General Assembly, President Trump is hitting China again over the global coronavirus pandemic. We have waged a fierce battle against the invisible enemy, 
the China virus, which has claimed countless lives in 188 countries. Much of the West has been burning for weeks, and there's no let-up. Dozens of major wildfires are burning across several states. One of the most concerning fires is the wind-driven bobcat fire that's threatening more than 1,000 homes near Los Angeles. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has extended their special offer, and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Simply apply by September 30th, and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And, of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Democrats and Republicans working to avoid another partial government shutdown. With the latest, here's USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. The latest effort to avoid a federal government shutdown appears to be failing. With just nine days to go, House Democrats introduced a short-term spending bill, but it doesn't include the bailout money for farmers that President Trump has called for. Senate Republicans now say they'll vote against the bill once the House passes it later this week. Tropical Storm Beta is moving inland and dumping a lot of rain on the Texas Gulf Coast. The storm made landfall Monday night, and forecasters at the National Hurricane Center say some areas could get more than a foot of rain. Despite being told to evacuate, these Gulf Coast residents tell NBC News they're staying put. No, we stay for every tropical storm. If it was a Category 4, we were in trouble, we would have been gone by now. And you're listening to USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories regarding President Trump nominating someone to replace Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court, one of the names we're hearing is Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Coney Barrett is a pro-life Christian conservative. She went to high school with Congressman Mike Johnson from Louisiana. He tells Fox News what he remembers about Barrett. We came from different parts of the state in Louisiana, but we met in leadership, uh, student leadership events when we were younger, and she stood out even then, when we were 17 years old, uh, Tucker. This is a person who's extremely talented, but also gracious and humble. And that uh, is the kind of leadership that's recognized and not imposed. She's had a phenomenal career. She's a brilliant constitutional scholar. And I'll tell you what I told the president on Saturday. I've spoken to him about Amy a couple of occasions over the last couple of years because we wanted her to have this position. I said, Mr. President, to sum it up, she's a female Scalia, sir. She, uh, of course, clerked for Justice Scalia. She uh, learned and studied constitutional law 
uh, under him, and she is cut out of the same mold. And I'm telling you, Tucker, she is exactly what the president promised the American people when he said he would appoint justices uh, just like Justice Scalia. She's the one. William LaCroix is set to be the sixth federal inmate executed by lethal injection this year in a U.S. prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. LaCroix, a believer in witchcraft, in 2001 killed a woman who he believed put a spell on him. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Uh, Bruce Marshall is going to join us in about 40 minutes from Vegas. Uh, he's the guy. Talks hockey from the gold sheet. And Zach Miller, former um, NFL tight end, Raiders, Seahawks, Sun Devils, Super Bowl winner. He'll join us at uh, 11.10. And funnily enough, we're going to talk hockey with him. Oh, wait, no, that's Bruce. We'll talk a little football with Zach. <laughs> you know, these memes these kids make... I used to call them mems because that's how you say it in French. And someone's like, you sound like a jackass if you say mem. And I'm like, okay, I'll say meme with everyone else. But um, sometimes they're kind of funny. And they make the rounds. I had people sending me stuff from England that I just got that day in America. Oh, it's a global community, there's no doubt. But one of the, you know those things where it's like, if you're this, you take the first name from that and the last name from this. An example would be, oh, your porn name is the your <clears throat> the name of your first pet and then the street you grew up on. So my porn name would be Harley Arlington. And it does kind of work. It does kind of sound like a porn name. But I saw one that I thought was pretty funny today. It said, your sad alcoholic name equals your first name plus your last name. I kind of like that one. And believe me, I see people lining up for the booze, and I get it. Pandemic, more than six months in. Sit around the house drinking whiskey. I tried one time to drink I only drink beer. I tried one time to drink it in my house, and it just doesn't work. I don't know. To me, beer is like a social thing. Restaurants, bars, picnics, ball game, what have you. 
Drinking beer in my own house. I don't know. I guess it's possible. These are the things that keep me up, these first world problems. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY-GET-IN. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Big shout out to our troops listening. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, Merchant Marines, you're all doing a great job. Lay people. Also, we are on the uh, website, Sports Byline, whatever. Come on back. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, Hefty, Hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, Hefty, Hefty. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong... All day long. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. 
hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Welcome back to the show, 1-800-878-PLAY to get in and get heard what you got. I said what you got. You know, we heard in the first hour uh, the, the rumors going around that Drew Brees, he doesn't have it anymore. Well, he's got a lower completion percentage and yards per attempt through two games. Um, the Saints in their two games have put up about 340 yards per game, which is 21st in the NFL. It's about 30 yards lower than they normally do. And he's 41 years old, and you figure, well, here's the decline. I don't see anything yet to make me say he's in decline. It's two weeks. They're one and one. Did he throw an interception to a linebacker when he didn't see him? Yeah. Like, well, he's only 5'11". Well, he's done all right so far. It happens. There's people flying around, and he saw a guy open, and as soon as he released it, he's probably like, oops, there's a guy standing there. Um, missed a couple of open guys. But as I said, I saw five drops. The team is not 0-2 and with two shutouts. But Drew Brees, after the game... When someone said, uh, what's going on with you? <laughs> he said, quote, well, my job is to execute the offense. And my job's not to have the most air yards or throw the ball down the field the most or anything like that. I think I've always evaluated myself on being a great decision maker. And so at the end of the day, I'll throw the ball to the open guy move the ball down the field, score points, help us win football games. So that's my job. My job's to help us win. My job's to help put everyone around me in the best position to succeed. Yes, you think that would go around saying, but we live in the world of fantasy sports. How many yards did you throw? How many touchdowns did you have? Come on, you're Drew Brees. I need 400 yards a game from you. I drafted you high, man. Where's those 400 yards? By the way, his completion percentage is down. You know what it is? It's 65%. <laughs> when I hear his completion percentage is down, I go, oh, what is it, like 42, 45? He's at 65%. But that's the lowest for him in eight years because he just finished back-to-back -back seasons at 74%. You'd say, wow, Rick, that's a drop of nine percentage points. It is, but you have to remember those two back-to-back 74% -back seasons are the two most accurate in the history of the NFL. So when you set that bar so high for yourself, people might get a little out of It's like if you hit 50, this is the equivalent. He's hit 50 home runs every year. This year, he only hit 40. And you'd be like, oh, what a waste. When every other player would give anything to hit 40 home runs. That's the way I'm looking at Drew Brees right now. That's all. I also, like I said, there were guys dropping passes left and right. And I thought Sean Payton got away from their most dangerous man, which was Alvin Kamara. 
Um, by the way, Drew Brees completion percentage. I said those last two were the the highest, most accurate seasons in the history of the league. He led the NFL in accuracy the year before that too. Uh, is so three years in a row. But they'll say six point nine yards per attempt. That's twenty first in the NFL. Okay, first of all, it's barely cracking the bottom third. But the other thing is, do you think he makes the play calls? I've always never understood that stat for a quarterback. I live to be 100. I never will. That is a reflection of the plays they are calling, unless he checks out of every call or unless he um, decides to, if he's not going to audible, he's just going to play it safe and throw it to the third option. Another thing you have to remember if you really want to get into it, and I'm not using this as an excuse, but it is worth noting, Michael Thomas didn't play. Michael Thomas set the single season record last year for catches, 149. He has been Drew Brees' security blanket for several seasons. So, <laughs> and right now, what are they in passing yards? They're 14th. That's still the top half. And Breeze said, are we totally in sync right now? No, we're not. We're not even close to where we are capable of. Not even close. End quote. And he's right. I think a lot of teams are not close to what they're capable of, but especially the New Orleans Saints. So I think it's funny for people to say, oh, you know, the guys, these guys lost a step. You know, if you turn on the TV and you see Drew Brees throw a pass right to Nicholas Morrow, you go, oh my gosh, the guy's so over the hill. It reminds me of those Niner fans that hated Steve Young. Hated him. Because he was the reason that Joe Montana was in Kansas City. And he'd overthrow Jerry Rice the whole place. Boo! I think people get spoiled. They just, they just do. It's like, I mean, I got spoiled with the Warriors. There were... Five straight years, they went to the finals. Five straight years. And I had a press credential and a parking pass, and I was like, eh, maybe I'll go over there. <laughs> the first season they were doing, I was like over there nonstop. I was like, oh my gosh, we're good. Oh my gosh, we're in the finals. Oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. By the way, as an aside, they had Draymond Green on the TNT broadcast the other day, and Barkley asked him, you know, which, which championship was more important. The first, and he's like, oh, the first one's always the best. He goes, no, 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 but really break it down with KD, without KD. I think what Barkley was going for there, he wanted Draymond to say something bad about KD. And Draymond, I think, didn't take the bait. He just said, well, you know, with KD, we knew how good we were. Before, we, we didn't know if we could win a championship. And us Warrior fans didn't either. I remember sitting there in the arena and, and Cleveland almost won game one, and then Cleveland won up 2-1, and you think, well, it's LeBron, what are you going to do? You know, I guess you know, maybe maybe we're not going to do it. And then we got to the point where, like, this is, I want my money back. What do you mean we didn't win? So I think we've we've gotten that way as a footballing nation with Drew Brees. It's like if he doesn't go out there for, for 400 yards and at least four touchdowns, more like five or six. I want six. You know how rare that is? I want six. Look, 
the if you want to give a grade to game plan and everything else, uh, John Gruden gets an A for what he did. But you know, don't don't line up and start doing leapfrog to kisses behind because he hasn't done much in two plus years. We're just hoping year three is when they they put it all together and and uh, and get it done. At least for me, as I said, if you it you know hate is a lot of baggage, and if you carry all that hate, it's hard. And believe me, I have a lot of hate for teams. I try not to concentrate on the teams I hate, but. Um, the uh, and if you're in Vegas listening on the Great KSHP, are you embracing the Raiders? I was talking to my cousin up in uh, Reno, and he's like, "Reno will always be a Niner town." And I go, eh. "I go for your generation, yeah." I go, "This this new generation, they've they've got a team in their home state. I think it's going to turn Raiders here in the next few twenty years, whatever." All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We're coming on back on Sports Byline USA. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. 
Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Wow, that is some aggro stuff. We'll talk a little hockey in the next segment. We'll go back to Vegas, the center of everything right now, with Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheep. The lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY. I wondered, um, <clears throat> I, I put out two tweets. I try not to tweet unless I really have something to say outside of who's going to be on my show. But when the Raiders got off to kind of a slow start, I just wondered if they were going to pipe in booing because the entire time I grew up, I heard booing one game at the Coliseum, and that was when they were going to move, and they were losing to the Chargers 55 to something, and Chuck Muncie ended up throwing a halfback touchdown pass, and Fouts was laughing at him, and Mark Van Egan broke his leg, and they were taking him off on a stretcher. And while they were taking Van Egan off with a broken leg and the Chargers had 55 points, the whole place just started booing. And it was this weird, sick, grotesque, awful feeling because I had never heard, literally, the whole stadium boo at a Raider game before. I've heard people go, boo, you suck, but not everyone. They moved back. Every game was like that. <laughs> People were so mad about the PSLs and the money they had spent and it was so unorganized and just complete morons with this Oakland Marketing Ticket Association, whatever. It just couldn't even sit in our regular seats. They, they just It was run by children, stupid children. And every year the Raiders were there. It's millisecond, they do one thing wrong, one drop pass, boo. It was really the hallmark of their return from L.A. was the non-stop booing, the finger, throwing things. So I just wondered if they were going to pipe in booing. But at the end of the game, I said, hey, we're going to the superb owl. I'll put a picture of an owl. Anyway, this one guy 
tweeted back at me and goes, your hot take is just as dumb and stupid as your profile picture. Yeah, every once in a while I get that. And so, you know, I was curious. So I looked and it's like a 300 pound guy with a beard. I'm like, yeah, you're handsome too. And then I saw he had three followers and I thought, you know, this is, this is the thing I used to tell some of the uh, other broadcasters I worked with. And there were, there was one guy who, if someone on the uh, text line would say, you're a jackass. And he'd be like, oh yeah, the 510. And then one time this guy says, you're racist to my co-host. And then the number pops up. So he calls him on his phone number. How dare you call me that? I go, what do you care? It's a stranger. If you answer him or if you call him, that guy wins because now he knows that you read it. Well, now this guy knows I read his thing, but now you know that he read it. And then like, if you retweet, now everyone's going to see he has three followers and now all your whatever thousands and thousands are going to see it. Then he wins, you know, <laughs> it's the, do like the, the, the Buddhist thing and just say, um, I pray for that guy. He has problems. That's easy to take pop, pot shots. And, you know, I'm not going to act like I didn't ever, you know, feel like same thing. You're hot. Ta- I don't say hot take. I don't have takes. There's a guy I worked at KMBR when I was in Philly for Army Navy, and we were hanging out drinking, and we were discussing stuff, and we were just kind of joking around. But whatever I said, he goes, that's a terrible take, Rick Tittle. That's a terrible take. I go, look, kid. I've never had a take in my life, all right? It's my opinion. I refuse the word the refuse to use the word take. That's, let Jim Rome do that. I think he invented it. Have a take, don't suck, grab a vine, clones. I'm a clone, I wanted to grab a vine. That's cool. Whatever works, it's a hugely successful guy, obviously. But um yeah, the whole thing about um you you just if you if you let it get to you, there was one time there was this guy on the text line. I said something, and he was like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard, and I ignored it. And then he went on this campaign of hate, just dying for me to say something on the air, and I didn't. This was years ago, but he was like, I never even heard of you. That means you suck. And then he says, your bio says you've been working, you know, I guess at that time, 25 years. Well, I never heard of you, and I thought, oh my gosh, this guy went and looked at my sports byline bio, and I'm like, you really have nothing better to do. But that's just like, if you're going to stalk someone, can you make it a pretty girl? You know, why are you stalking me? And I don't mean you should stalk pretty girls. It's just, why are you so obsessed over a guy? I don't get it. All right. Tittle just said you should stalk pretty girl. Ah, oh, shut up. 1-800-878-PLAY. You ain't got no alibi because you're ugly. I think this is great. What's going on with the Yankees legal team right now, their president, Randy Levine, because apparently the, there is a behind-the-scenes legal battle going on right now to prevent a letter which detailed MLB's investigation into the sign-stealing in 2017 to be made public. The letter came from the Apple Watch scandal for the Red Sox three years ago, which also resulted in the Yankees being fined as well. So, so U.S. District Court Judge Jed S. Rakoff ordered a minimally redacted version of the letter to be unsealed in June. 
and it's been blocked because of a Yankees appeal. It is pending. And Randy Levine says that he's now going to go into court and argue the case himself. He said, I've argued cases in court of appeals before. I enjoy the experience. I'm really looking forward to presenting our case. It should be a really interesting argument. End quote. Well, if I don't say so myself. And I guess Levine wants to put on a show. You know, as I said, he's not in, doesn't appear in courtrooms anymore. Maybe he's going to go super aggressive on this, particularly, you know, looking at the Judge uh, Rakoff's motivations now for unsealing it. But Rakoff has been accused of grandstanding in this as well. Um, and Levine, by the way, used to work with uh, Rudy Giuliani back in the day as a uh, city attorney, so I guess he uh, could do it. But remember, earlier this year, DraftKings filed a class action lawsuit against MLB, the Astros, and the Red Sox from that sign-stealing scandal. They claimed that they were defrauded. And so the letter caught the attention of these plaintiffs during the discovery phase, and they argued that Rob Manfred tried to cover it up. And uh, Yankees attorney Jonathan Schiller said, there's no justification for public disclosure of the letter. Okay. Well, <laughs> they said, well, why don't you want to let it out? And they said that it would damage their reputation. So they're being completely honest about it. Now, in February, Mark Teixeira told the New York Post that the Yankees would use the TV broadcast to decode the signs then have the runner at second base relay them to the hitter. And he said they did not relay the signs in real time, as the Astros did with garbage cans. Okay. Teixeira said at the time, quote, I don't believe any of my Yankee teammates ever broke the rules by passing signs to hitters in real time. Uh, would have seen it. Well, Judge Rakoff has noted that the contents of this letter were revealed in an MLB press release, and the letter is just standard procedure. We know how harshly the Astros got punished. We know the Red Sox got a slap on the butt. Remember, the Red Sox were fined for stealing signs in 17 as well, before this. So the oral arguments for the appeal now will begin in... Uh, December, and they said the court case will get pushed into 2021. Yankees are desperate that this letter does not get out. And apparently the commissioner is doing all he can to make sure that it also doesn't get out. <laughs> you have to ask yourself. You know, I had, I had zero curiosity on this letter, and now my curiosity is peaked. P.I. U-U-E, for the kids out there who spell it P-E-A-K-E-D. My curiosity is way peaked now. I want, to know, I want to know what's in this letter. Is there something humiliating? Is there some sort of Marv Albert type of situation? Probably not. But I, I do appreciate the Yankees, like, the leading from the front. The president's like, look, I used to be a trial attorney. I'm going to go in there. And I'm going to, uh, and hopefully, you know, is this, if it's released to the public, what would be, there must be one sentence in there because the judge said, this has already been revealed. The Yankees don't think it's been revealed. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the judge doesn't even know. 
But I always think judges should be like referees. We should never know their name. We shouldn't know who Lance Ito is. You know, we just, once, once you learn their name, it's like now they're the star. And that's not what's supposed to be all about, Judge Roy Bean. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back with Bruce Marshall from Vegas. We'll talk a little Stanley Cup Finals. Come on back. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5560 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5560. Enjoy. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Listen up, sports bettors. This is Rick Tittle here to tell you about my favorite sports book, and that's BetUS. Football, basketball, and baseball are all back, and that means it's time to get down your bets. I only endorse one sports book, and that is BetUS.com. Why, you ask? Well, BetUS is the pioneer in online betting with more than 25 years in the biz. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, entertainment, and all kinds of crazy prop bets and futures. Call today at 1 800 MyBetUS. That's 1 800 MyBetUS. Or go to betus.com and fill out your information. It only takes a minute. And when you get to the How'd You Hear About Us box, type in Rick Tittle and you get up to 150% in bonuses. On your first deposit, nobody in the industry gives bigger bonuses than BetUS. 25 years in the biz, best bonuses, BetUS.com or 800-MY-BETUS. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marleau scores! 
cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio? Oh, I know, right? I mean, totally. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Tuesdays, catch up with our buddy down there in Las Vegas, and that is Bruce Marshall of The Gold Sheet and goldsheet.com. We always talk a little hockey, but before we do that, Bruce, let's just throw out the fact that the eyes of the sporting world, at least in America, were upon your uh, hometown as the uh, Raiders, uh, amazingly, were very impressive. And uh, how is uh, how did it go in that town? Obviously, no fans, but uh, how are they being embraced, and what's the hype like? It is strange, uh, Rick, because uh, this is still uh, a Golden Knights town, and because the Raiders, you know, we haven't seen them play and. Uh, until last night, nobody could actually be in the stadium. It, it's 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 almost like they're not here yet. Although the the media has been trying to, you know, cover them as best they can, even the last two years up in Oakland. Uh, but you know, you don't see any commercials around here for uh, radio guys yet. I mean, you see a lot of Golden Knights, Nate Schmidt and Alex Tuck and Ryan Reeves, and they're all over town here, Flurry. Uh, but not. Yet the Raiders. That may that'll probably change in the next couple of years. This is still a Golden Knights town, believe it or not. And the Raiders have uh, uh, no fans are going to be there this year at the new stadium, which opened last night. That may next year things might change. But right now, it's still a hockey town, believe it or not. Well, speaking of hockey, uh, the Lightning were able to uh, win Game Two to square up the series at one-one. Very hard fought. I thought the Lightning kind of appeared a little gassed in, in game one. They seemed to have their legs under them. They came out strong. They they skated well. But the biggest story of game two was special teams, and the Stars were on the wrong end of that battle. They put Tampa Bay on the power play three times in the first period. And, and um, I don't know, uh, Tampa, obviously, the big favorites to win this. Do you think they keep it rolling and, and uh, now that they've put things right, or do you think, you know, Dallas fights back because they have shown that they have a lot of pluck. What do you think about game three? Yeah, all that's true. And, you know, the, the Stars almost got themselves in trouble in game one. They had a lot of penalties in the third period there, and they certainly left the door ajar, uh, but were able to keep it closed. Then uh, last night, the first period, the, the power plays finally started to click for uh, Tampa Bay. But, if I, you know, I think Dallas is actually feeling a little better about itself after game two because of the way it came back and that looked like it was going to be a like a game one Islanders uh, uh, lightning sort of score after 11 or so minutes last night but instead Dallas came back and had a shot to force overtime I think they're actually feeling pretty comfortable right now they're, they've been way undervalued by the odds makers here I think um, and they're providing some pretty good value in that regard, but I, I really regard this as a toss-up series right now, but mostly because of the way they fought back, and, and I actually think after Game 2, Dallas is, might maybe feel a little better about things than Tampa Bay, uh, just because the way uh, they fought back last night and uh, have been able to fight back other times during the uh, postseason here. It's going to be, uh, this, this might go a long way this series, Rick. Well, we've had our uh, award postseason award winners, and the Hart Trophy went to Edmonton's Leon Dreisaitl, as a Sharks fan, not one of my favorites, but uh, a guy who was very deserving, if you think about the, the amount of points he put up. And sometimes, you know, when you play with another star, like a guy like McDavid, sometimes you can be overlooked. He wasn't um, getting um, more than 40 first-place votes more than 
McKinnon. I think it's funny that you can vote for five guys, and like I saw that Patrick Kane had one fifth place vote, so he's he's on the list. But Drysidle uh, to you deserving? I'm okay with that, although like you said, I mean, I, you know, Drysidle is magnificent. I like his passing as much as his scoring. I mean, he's an all-around player. He's great. He did play, though, in a system that sort of, you know, lent itself more to offensive stats. And we know, you know, McDavid, I still think, is the guy there. But Drysaddle, you know, he had the, the big year. Um, I might have given it to Artemi Panarin because I just wonder where the Rangers would have been without him. I mean, he really carried that team this year. Um, I, I don't know anybody could have played better than him, uh, although – it's all circumstance and where you're at and what, what the team is. And, and, and I don't know that there's a better all-around player than Nathan McKinnon. I call him the Mike Trout of the NHL. But all things considered, I mean, Drysaddle had a monster year. And, um, uh, you know, and then the fact he's, you know, he does, uh, he does other things other than score goals. Um, I'm, I have no problem with that. So uh, um, first German board player to win uh, the Hart Trophy. Good for him. And Aaron, by the way, got 24 first-place votes to finish in third. Speaking of the Lanch, the Calder, no surprise, it went to Kale McCarr. There was really only one other guy. If you wanted to lean towards Quinn Hughes, you could. But uh, McCarr got, you know, those guys traded first and second-place votes, basically. But McCarr, overwhelmingly, with 116 First place votes, um, you know, a kid, uh, we saw him last year in the playoffs kind of plugged in and do very well. And so there was a lot of hype to see if he could be the rookie of the year. And with uh, 50 points and a really a key facilitator uh, in that uh, that offense, I mean, he was second amongst all Lanch players um, in points. So uh, the McCarr thing was kind of a slam dunk, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he looks like a generational sort of a player. Um, and we saw you mentioned the playoffs when he showed up last year. I mean, he stepped right in. I mean, his first game, he looked like he'd been there five years. So, I mean, he – and this has taken nothing away from uh, Quinn Hughes or Kubalik from the Blackhawks. I mean, it was a pretty good rookie class this year. And those guys are going to have long, very good careers too. But McCarr looks like something absolutely special. It's The game just that sort of comes easy to him. He's a natural. And uh, – and Avs fans are happy, although, uh, I mean, they're wishing they didn't have all those injuries, and uh, they would have loved to have been here against the Bolts instead in the final. But uh, you get a feeling they're going to have chances galore in the upcoming years with guys like McKinnon and McCarr in the mix. Rick Tittle and Bruce Marshall of the Gold Sheet in Vegas talking a little hockey. The Vezina went to Connor Hellebuck, and um, probably a two-man race if you think about Took a Rask, and uh, Rask held the statistical advantage in a lot of uh, metrics, including important things like save percentage and and goals against. But Hellebuck played in 17 more games, and he played behind uh, a horrible defense as as well, and and he got recognized for it. That last thing is the key, uh, Rick. I think you you have to look at the circumstance he was in this year. Um, the defense uh, was shorthanded. I mean, they had some injuries. Big Buff never showed up. He didn't uh, play this year. So the defense was bad. And he was under siege uh, this year um, a lot. And, and I'm not sure that sometimes the stats are a little skewed and it's hard to really decipher things. But the, the, just just the way and the, the sequence of shots that he had to look at this year, I, I think he was under a lot more stress than Rask or uh, Vasilevsky. Although I, 
I mean, I, I still think Vasilevsky is the best goalie in the league, but given the circumstance this year, I've got no problem with them giving it to uh, Hellebuck, who single-handedly sort of kept Winnipeg afloat. Without him, I hate to think where this would have gone this year for the Jets. And on the blue line, the uh, Norris goes to Roman Yossi, um, beating out John Carlson, and I guess you have to throw Victor Hedman in there as well, obviously. But uh, only the, it's the first time he's been nominated, which I think is surprising for the final three. But uh, the first Swiss player to capture a major award, Timo Meyer, still waiting for his, I guess. But, I mean, Carlson, I'm sure there are a lot of Caps fans that feel hard done by. I mean, he led all defensemen in scoring with 75 points, 10 more than Yossi. But, uh, you know, Blue Liner's first job is to defend. And so uh, I'm okay with this. What do you think? Yeah, me too. You know, if they had awarded this uh, at uh, the Norris at Christmas, say, I, I think Carlson probably would have won because he had such a blistering start first two and a half months to the season. But, yeah, Yossi is a rock back there for uh, for Nashville and uh, all around. And, you know, Nashville had to get some bumps this year. They had a coaching change right in the middle of the season. So it was a little rocky, but he was he was the guy there. And uh, and uh, he's, he's a uh, state-of-the-art uh, blue liner and he can do everything out there and plus uh, you know he uh, played junior hockey with my son-in-law in Switzerland so uh, in our house it's a pretty good uh, deal we're all the OC fans so I'm glad he won very cool I didn't where where are your, your family in Switzerland what town are they in they're from uh, Lugano although they live in Milan now but um, uh, my uh, my uh, son-in-law mostly grew up in uh, Lugano San Bernardino Pass. I love Lake Lugano. So beautiful. All right. One more question for you. Uh, Bill Daly, the deputy commish, says that uh, the NHL is definitely going to try and get an 82-game season in next year and maybe do a bubble, but they think now it's going to start in December. I mean, you time is upon us. This stuff has to get it planned out. Uh, what do you think about them pulling this off for a whole season? Uh, I, I think they I think they may have to walk that 82 games back a little bit, and I, I only say that because um, you know NBC uh, is going to want to get the NHL done with uh, before uh, the Olympics next summer, um, and they don't want to run the Stanley Cup into their Olympic TV, so they're going to have to be done by early July. Now, I remember the last time at Tokyo Olympics it was in October, but it's not supposed to be the case. It's supposed to be in July next year, so that's the uh, that's the deal that uh, I think is most on the NHL's mind. And they, you know, they, they might have to do, I don't know if they're even talking about doing a bubble for the first month of the season, but this seems to work so well. Um, and I'm not sure if they'd have to add the other teams that didn't make the playoffs in, but that's one option to get this thing going if they can't get into some of these rinks. But it, it's looking like, you know, they'd be able to play in the rinks, even without fans, if college basketball seems to be giving the go to it, I'm sure the NHL probably could in, in December. But I, the whole key, I guess, for them is, you know, being done by uh, the time the Olympics start. Personally, I've sort of loved having the NHL in August and September this year, but uh, that's a one-year thing. Yeah, we needed it, and then we'll see if there's a winter World Cup. That's the discussion for another day. All right, the gold sheet. Um, there's action going on right there in your hometown. What else is going on? Yeah, football, SEC starts this week. Uh, colleges are ramping up a little bit. I guess we're going to get the Big Ten and others late next month. So uh, 
you know, for what it is this year, we got something for football. Goldsheet.com, read my story about the USC-Alabama game in 1970, a little different take. I mentioned the Stanford-Arkansas game that same day, which is overlooked by too many historians. But uh, we had a good run in the NFL with our key release of 7-1. Picks up there, hockey, basketball, and baseball every day. Goldsheet.com, my picks also at Vegas Insider and Donbest.com. Read me at Decent Points Spread Weekly. There he is, Bruce Marshall. He's got it all covered. Bruce, thanks for your time, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Rick. All right, there it is. Come on back on Sports Byline, y'all, for shiz. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 
I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. I have a uh, hockey texting group, which consists of two of my cousins who are half Canadian and another buddy. We're all big Sharks fans, but uh, one of them just told me that uh, Bob Bugner has been um, uh, solidified as the coach next season officially. I, I haven't seen that report. I guess I can look on the Sharks' Twitter, but maybe I won't. And it's a shame. And that's no offense to Bugner, who has been a head coach. He's been a longtime assistant, was a head coach, came back. Um, the firing of Peter DeBoer was stupid. The firing of Ron Wilson was stupid. The firing of Suter was dumb. The firing of Constantine was dumb. Uh, maybe Kingston, you could have that guy. But... <laughs> George Kingston in the Cow Palace days, the handlebar mustache. But the the Sharks, it's it's not enough to just get a guy. They need a little bit of inspiration. They have all their money tied into EK9 and EK65 and Burns and Jones. You know, it's funny when you look at these. I'm looking at these lists. I was just talking with Bruce Marshall about, you know, even Patrick Kane got a fifth-place vote. All these things. There's no San Jose guys on there. I mean, it's unbelievable. The the Sharks always had a guy. If he wasn't right up there, he was winning it, like Burnsy, or he was second or third. And there's not even a guy on the list getting a fifth place vote. They're not rock bottom because, as I said, they have a lot of talent, but the talent's kind of old. And they're, um, as Vince pointed out the other day, the farm system with the CUDA and the AHL is, is not the great, you know. But you know, they went for it. They traded a lot of picks to get these guys in, and these guys have to produce. I just don't think Bugner is the guy to lead them to the promised land. All right, we got another hour. Come on back on Sports Bottom. Radio News with Tim Berg. And if a, uh, a nominee actually reaches the floor, then I will vote based upon the qualifications of that nominee. 
Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney regarding President Trump's nominee to the Supreme Court, which the president announced will be made on Saturday. Meanwhile, delivering a virtual speech to the U.N. General Assembly, President Trump is hitting China again over the global coronavirus pandemic. We have waged a fierce battle against the invisible enemy, the China virus, which has claimed countless lives in 188 countries. Much of the West has been burning for weeks, and there's no let-up. Dozens of major wildfires are burning across several states. One of the most concerning fires is the wind-driven bobcat fire that's threatening more than 1,000 homes near Los Angeles. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has extended their special offer, and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Simply apply by September 30th, and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And, of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Democrats and Republicans working to avoid another partial government shutdown. With the latest, here's USA Radio Network's Chris Barnes in Washington. The latest effort to avoid a federal government shutdown appears to be failing. With just nine days to go, House Democrats introduced a short-term spending bill, but it doesn't include the bailout money for farmers that President Trump has called for. Senate Republicans now say they'll vote against the bill once the House passes it later this week. Tropical Storm Beta is moving inland and dumping a lot of rain on the Texas Gulf Coast. The storm made landfall Monday night, and forecasters at the National Hurricane Center say some areas could get more than a foot of rain. Despite being told to evacuate, these Gulf Coast residents tell NBC News they're staying put. No, we stay for every tropical storm. If it was a Category 4, we were in trouble, we would have been gone by now. And you're listening to USA Radio News. At the American Veterinary Medical Association Annual Convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. Going a little bit more in depth on one of our top stories regarding President Trump nominating someone to replace Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the Supreme Court, one of the names we're hearing is Judge Amy Coney Barrett. Coney Barrett is a pro-life Christian conservative. She went to high school with Congressman Mike Johnson from Louisiana. He tells Fox News what he remembers about Barrett. We came from different parts of the state in Louisiana, but we met in leadership, uh, student leadership events when we were younger, and she stood out even then, when we were 17 years old, uh, Tucker. This is a person who's extremely talented, but also gracious and humble. And that uh, is the kind of leadership that's recognized and not imposed. She's had a phenomenal career. 
She's a brilliant constitutional scholar. And I'll tell you what I told the president on Saturday. I've spoken to him about Amy a couple of occasions over the last couple of years because we wanted her to have this position. I said, Mr. President, to sum it up, she's a female Scalia, sir. She, uh, of course, clerked for Justice Scalia. She uh, learned and studied constitutional law uh, under him, and she is cut out of the same mold. And I'm telling you, Tucker, she is exactly what the president promised the American people when he said he would appoint justices uh, just like Justice Scalia. She's the one. William LaCroix is set to be the sixth federal inmate executed by lethal injection this year in a U.S. prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. LaCroix, a believer in witchcraft, in 2001 killed a woman who he believed put a spell on him. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. We have another hour together. I'm so glad we had this jam together. We got Zach Miller coming up here this hour. Uh, he's going to be on the other side of this break. We also have Terry Wrong. That's right. Who can be right when you can be so wrong? Terry Wrong. Tonight is a 30-minute first look into a series on the... Uh, Discovery Channel, and uh, the show is called Calfire. We'll check that out. That's coming up uh, at 11:25. But your calls are welcome. This is what I want to do. Is I want to hear from you. That's what I really want. I want to hear from you because you're the people that I care about. Everybody else sucks. I mean, come on, really, really. Let's talk about football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, quidditch, rollerball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket, and we'll do all that stuff together. We'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. You ain't got no bala bala, you ugly girl, you ugly. Also on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. Someone asked me why Sports Byline doesn't have an app. Like, uh, I think we're good. If we go through the other apps, why do we need our own app? 
It would just break. I worked for a, another station that had their own app, and it was nothing but a headache. So they joined Radio.com, and they got in with them, and that's a bigger umbrella. Yeah, it's it's a headache. Rick, that's a defeatist attitude. <laughs> all right. That's how you all sound, by the way. Rick, thanks for the show. Just kidding. Uh, also, uh, American Forces, I always recognize, girl, you better recognize the troops at the top of each and every hour, wherever you are stationed, and then uh, from uh, newly recruited Buck Private all the way to the Chairman Joint Chiefs of Staff, you're doing a great job. If you want to tweet at me, it's at Rick Tittle, by the way. All right, Zach Miller on the other side. Come on back. Miss the Labor Day sale at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now through September 8th, you can get some great deals like Valvoline Max Life Motor Oil, just $26.95, and get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Or Bosch Pure Vision Wiper Blades. Buy one, get one free. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nash. Look for the silver can. For muscle pain, body aches to strains. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Its unique formula with Emu Oil penetrates deep to relieve arthritis pain, sore muscles, joints, and more. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Find Blue Emu at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, and other chains. Or visit blue-emu.com. Blue Emu Maximum Arthritis. It works fast and you won't stink. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. 
Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome to the show former Pro Bowl tight end Zach Miller, also a Super Bowl champ with the Seahawks, a guy who started off with my Raiders, a second-round pick, and a guy who was an All-American tight end at Arizona State. He is here because he is trying to uh, go on a mission to end NFL athlete bankruptcies uh, through help with AWM Capital. And we'll get to that in a second. First of all, Zach, uh, the Raiders, I mean, you played in the Black Hole. You played at the Coliseum last night. They're in a a new place, and I'm sure that's exciting for the rest of the country. As an Oakland guy myself, it it hurts. But (laughs) what what are your thoughts, and do you still follow the Raiders? Yeah, well, thanks, Rick, for having me. Um, and yes, I do. I do still follow the Raiders. Um, follow the Raiders and the Seahawks pretty closely. But it was definitely weird not to see them in Oakland and in, in the black hole and just the, the history that's there and, and, you know, me getting to play there for four years and, uh, and you know, not have them anymore, have them there anymore is, is a, kind of a shock. So it's going to take me a while to get used to it. And I guess when you look at your career, and you, you had a, a, a great career when you think about the Pro Bowl and the ring and everything else, and you, you made some cash, but probably thought about maybe playing a, a decade in the league, but you know you had ankle problems, and next thing you know, out with the old, in with the new, your, your career's over. And, and you went back to school, to ASU, and you, you got your degree, but there are a lot of guys who find yourself in the, that situation, sometimes maybe even one or two years in, and they're broke. So what is it for you that you're trying to help those types of guys? Uh, I think the biggest thing is, is the, re- the financial advice they're getting right now isn't customized to them. Um, unless you've played, unless you've been a professional player, um, you know, you just don't understand. And, uh, and there's, there's, there's even a lot of, you know, retired NFL guys that end up being advisors, but they don't, um, they don't, they don't go out and get the right proficiency and, and competence. And that, that's why I wanted to go back to ASU, finish my degree, um, pass the certified financial planner exam in March, because I do believe in, in the planning aspect of it. It's more than just investments. Um, some of it's education. Some of it's using the, the knowledge of, of playing and making money and, and, you know, getting the players to understand as early as possible, um, that you know careers are short you can make a lot of money but if you spend a lot of money you know you're not going to set yourself up for success into a second career or a transition and you know speaking with former former players um across the league and friends teammates um you know a lot of athletes end up with the same problems the transition is tough um you know friends and family have their hands out and it uh um, the money can go quick so you know my goal is to try to to change that and to and to give give you know give those players guys like myself the best advice that I wish I would have had when I was a young guy. 
That's the thing, too, is that you talk about people with their hands out, especially people who come from families that aren't used to having money and they were in some situations that were economically challenging, uh, to say the least. Um, and, and I've talked to a lot of people over the years. I know Adonal Foyle with the NBA. That's kind of his mission to make sure NBA players don't go broke. One of the bits of advice I heard, too, is telling people to to buy stuff. It's like if you want a house or a car, just buy it. If you put it on a 30-year mortgage or a, you know, a five-year loan, it's just going to be debt and it's going to pile up. What are what are some other little, you know, thumbnail advice things that you that you have that you tell the players? I think the biggest one of the biggest things is you got to you got to know um, you know, you're if if you're just making league minimum or you're making um you know, you're not making what the top quarterbacks make, and you got to realize that, and you can't try to keep up with their spending. That's a, you know, that can be a problem because you, you know, if you want those things that they have, and you want um, to live that lifestyle, you know, it's not going to last very long if you if you if you're not um, careful with your money. And that, I mean, as athletes, we're all competitive, so you know, that's that's dangerous when that competitiveness carries over into buying things. Speaking with Zach Miller here, former NFL tight end, what is it about AWN Capital that works for you? Because there are a lot of investment-only firms out there. What is it about them that works for you? For me, it's the it's the fact that AWM's independent. Um, that's the, the biggest problem. I had an advisor at Merrill Lynch, and um, he just focused on investments. And there's um, that's only one part of the puzzle. Um, I think a, a true um, advisor really focuses on the whole financial picture, whether that's your personal balance sheet, uh, managing your cash flow, you know, educating you on, on spending plans and, and, you know, communicate, communicating how you can set yourself up um, for the rest of your life um, with just a few key smart decisions early on. And I don't believe that the Merrill Lynch's, the Morgan Stanleys of the world, the Goldman Sachs, um, their advice isn't, um, it doesn't relate to players. It's, it's for a different type of clientele. Um, there's no focus. There's no, uh, knowledge of what, uh, what it takes, um, to succeed as a player and realize, I mean, we talk about human capital and that's the, that's basically just your potential, your potential of, of a, as a player and what, what that could become and, and, being able to maximize that and focusing on net worth, not just on in your investment returns. These are things that players need to understand as early on as possible. You know, you were a player rep for many years. And so you saw some of that financial exploitation of these players, because when you're 21, I mean, when I was 21, I had a checking account. That's all I knew about finances. So how do people pray upon a lot of these young athletes that don't have an understanding of how to manage their cash. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is is they get it, uh, you know, there's just a lot of selling of, of you know, unrealistic returns, you know, a, a flashy investment that sounds cool and, and you know, it entices the players to be, you know, want to be a part of that. But, you know, oftentimes the best, game plan ends up being kind of boring and uh you know you're you're not uh throwing hail marys all the time you you have a good ground game and you you have a a good game plan a good financial plan is just like a game plan over a long long longer time horizon and 
And then it's about executing, and you have to have the right people to help you execute that. So um, getting, uh, getting focused on, on the long term is tough for someone in their 20s. I know I didn't focus on it. Um, you never think you're going to be done as a player. You always think you got a couple more, maybe two, three more years. And then, uh, you know, but you never know when your time's over. It can be just a simple injury. Um, you know, a guy could replace you. And, uh, um, you know, you, you obviously want to spend all your time focusing on being the best player you can be. So you, I think uh, and, and it's just tough to, to educate. And it's getting better. Um, it's definitely getting better. But uh, having the right people um, around you, I think, is the ultimate key. Last question for you. And I am a... Sun Devils fan, that's why I was happy when the Raiders drafted you. But the Herm Edwards revolution, what do you think? I mean, you went to Desert Vista. You're about as about as Phoenix as they come. So uh, what do you think about the Sun Devils? I think it's, they're great. I mean, I'm excited about, you know, the recruiting. The, um, you know, I've, guys I played with in college and were, were pros um, on the staff there. So I think he's collected uh, a great group of coaches and and uh, mentors that can help that team uh, win and grow so um, i'm excited for for the future zach miller here to talk about uh nfl players not going broke or being taken advantage of and uh, he's here on behalf of awm capital zach thanks for coming on and uh you know you're doing great work and uh, let's talk football again sometime yeah i'd love it love talking football anything all right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. 
Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us, wherever you're listening, coast to coast, or around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, you know our relationship with the Discovery Channel is strong. Whenever they have a new show, we uh, bring on the uh, peeps to talk about it. And uh, Terry Wrong has joined us to talk about uh, a uh, exclusive first look into... Uh, the series Cal Fire, which is going to be tonight at uh, 10 o'clock. Terry, welcome to the show. Um, I'm in the Bay Area, and uh, we basically couldn't go outside for three weeks with the smoke coming in, and that's nothing compared to the people who are actually near these fires. So what was the, the origin on putting this, uh, this uh, project together? Uh, well, Rick, thanks for having me. Um, uh, I'd been talking to Cal Fire for 10 years. Um, originally, they'd reached out to me because of some other shows and said, hey, we, you should look at what we do here. Um, fire shows are, have traditionally been hard to get people to want to program in TV because you never know when there's going to be a fire. But the last few years have changed that as every year, as you know better than I do, there has been, you know, major record-setting fires. Uh, so the calculus changed. There are so many things that go into this. Of course, one of them is climate change. Um, you know, as the president said, if they would just take care of the forests and rake the pine needles like they do in Norway, we wouldn't have this. Uh, I think it's probably a little bit bigger problem 
than that. But how have you found, and what does Cal Fire think about the fact that droughts and other such things, higher heat, has led to this rash of fires? Well, I was just talking to um, my co-executive producer to make sure that I was right about this. And just almost to a man, uh, the membership of Cal Fire believes global warming has made this worse and created the, the level of crisis we see today. Whatever your politics in Cal Fire, and I'm sure they vote for you know, both parties, third parties, whatever, they all believe that this is global warming happening before our eyes. I had a friend in college, uh, this was in the 80s, and he worked for I want to say it was Cal Fire. It might not have been. But anyway, he worked on putting out forest fires, and they would you know, find a spot a mile away from the fire and then just try to dig ditches and get all the vegetation off to try to stop the fire right there. And he basically said no one thanks him, knows him, no one cares about him, he doesn't get paid very much, and it was just a thankless job. And as all of us sit here you know, sipping our tea, in L.A. or San Francisco, and we demand these fires be put out, well, somebody has to actually put them out. Do these firefighters get the respect? Do they get the pay they deserve for such dangerous work? Well, I won't venture a political opinion of my own. I've been a journalist for too long. But I will report that just ahead of this fire season, um, Governor Newsom, faced with very stiff budget cuts, as a result of the coronavirus, was had a 10% cut on the table for CAL FIRE. And they tend to be paid less than firefighters in most local fire departments. Now, I think in the end they managed to defray some of that cut. But, no, um, I think it's fair to say that they are, you know, nobody thinks about them when there's not a fire in their front yard. And then when there is, everybody wants CAL FIRE there, you know, yesterday. No doubt about it. And then you hear these things about to get the workforce prisoner furloughs and having records expunged. And, you know, with, with it taking a very simplistic look at it, if you think about people in prison who have not a threat, who have done nonviolent crimes, how much it costs our state to incarcerate them if they want to get out there and fight the fires. To me, it seems like a good idea. How, how does that all fold into it? Well, the, the, the system of uh, allowing or using uh, inmates to help clear land, primarily they work as hand crews, in conservation camps, which are kind of outdoor prisons, and who gets to go to one and who wants to go to one, a lot of them prefer to do that than to be in, in, you know, in a more conventional prison. It's a controversial arrangement, they, they only get paid a dollar a day uh, for their work, so they're not doing it for the money. Um, the population that did it were traditionally lower-level offenders, but a lot of them have been furloughed or, or released, um, um, de-incarcerated. So now it's actually hard to maintain the quota, the level of inmates you need to man these hand crews, because a lot of them are really serious uh, felons and not the kind you would want to make eligible to live in conservation camps. 
No doubt about it. We're speaking with executive producer Terry Wrong about Discovery's Cal Fire, which is going to debut tonight, 10 o'clock Eastern and Pacific. Um, I think a lot of times, and especially in 2020, we just assume that you know we'll throw money at something and it will go away. We have such modern techniques, and I find it fascinating that a lot of these techniques for fighting fire are the same thing we had during medieval times. As I mentioned, digging a ditch and, and cutting down trees and and you see, you know, a, a helicopter or a plane go over and dump something, and it, it looks like they're just putting a, a postage stamp on it. So what is it tactically? What, what have we learned, and, and is it still in sort of an archaic way to fight fire, so to speak? Um, I, I disagree a little bit about that, Rick. I mean, CAL FIRE has a virtual air force of uh, planes and tankers and helicopters, and they dump thousands and thousands of tons of retardant on on these fires. You know, one dump could crush a pickup truck. And um, they're able to contain fires. Like the difference between a lot of these fires, you know, when you hear the report that they're still burning and it's X thousands, ten thousands of acres, they've managed to corral it away from the populated parts around it, the communities around it. And it is destroying forest land, um, and firefighters are not going to go in there and risk their lives for the forest land. Their main job is to keep it away from the communities. So I think they've become pretty adept at that. What are the shifts like for these men and women? Because I just, you know, you hear these stories about it's almost like being in combat, and they get five hours of sleep, and then they're, they're right back at it. This isn't like a traditional fire department where you're going to get three days on, four days off, right? No. I mean, in terms of actually being on the fire line, the routine has been 24 hours on, 24 hours off. But off the fire line doesn't mean at home with your family. And some of these firefighters can work, you know, 40, 50 days when you're in a season like this. And I, I don't know what the highest count right now might be, for example, for a firefighter who started, you know, at the beginning of this fire season, uh, with being away from home. And so they do have, you know, they have to fight depression, divorce, all the other things we know that first responders fight. The Cal Fire folks, you know, they have to contend with that too. Last question for you. To embed as many cameras as you did for this show, I'm sure that your camera people, sound people, would have you had to go through some training so you didn't get in the way, right? Oh, yeah. We've taken red flag training, which teaches you uh, where to stand, where not to stand, sometimes, you know, what the heel of the fire is, uh, that fire travels uphill faster than downhill, uh, and we know how to deploy those little fire shelters that if the fire does catch up with you, you put that over you, and in theory, you have like two minutes protection while it passes over you. Incredible stuff, and we'll check it out tonight on the Discovery Channel, 10 p.m. East Coast and West Coast, called Cal Fire, and we are here with the executive producer, Terry Wrong, once again on the Discovery Channel, which gets better ratings than network TV. It is everywhere. Terry, congratulations on the show. Uh, have fun tonight with the premiere, and um, maybe we'll catch up down the road. Thanks so much for having me, Rick. All right, no doubt about it. And that is fascinating when you think about it. We just expect, because of gravity, that stuff goes faster downhill. But if you're a fire and you're burning and the flames are going up, 
Well, if something is higher than the flames, it's going to burn and then keep burning, and it's going to go flying up the hill. To go downhill, the flames are going up, but the vegetation is below it. It's harder to get down. I mean, it's just, if you think about it, it makes complete sense. But, yeah, you look at it and you go, well, the fire's going to come flying down the hill. It's like, it's going to come flying up the hill. Scary stuff, and, man, do we need those people all right, open lines on the other side, 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! 
Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, Hefty, Hefty! I'm sorry, it's the... it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now. Taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Those Cal Fire people, I mean, <clears throat> firefighters anyway, I mean, as I said, when you are at a fire station and you drive by with the American flag and people blow kisses at you, um, you know, deservingly so, but those guys and gals up there in the forest, they're not, they're not getting any love. I remember I was in uh, Paris in 1991, and I picked up a USA Today, and my mom's cousin's ex-wife was on the cover. She was showing where her house used to be in the Oakland Hills. And I thought, this is on the front page of USA Today, an Oakland fire? Speaking of the Sharks, I actually saw a guy. It was the first year of the Sharks, and he had a Sharks T-shirt on at the Gare du Nord, the train station in the north side of Paris. And I go, are you from the Bay Area? He goes, yeah. I go, is there a fire? He goes, I think I heard something like that. I had no idea. And then he um, came back, and my mom said that they had put out a call for volunteers and that my brother and his buddy actually went down and they said, we're not going to need you, but thanks for coming. Like, they volunteered. It was, I, like I said, I had no idea. My friend told me he was at the Niner game at Candlestick, and all these ashes, big chunks of ashes, started floating in on the Niner game. I go, yeah, I was, uh, I was on the Eiffel Tower. <clears throat> I kind of missed that one. All right. Back to some sports. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Uh, so the A's won the division. Bully for them. There are some teams fighting. And this last week of the season, and oh, by the way, this is the last week of the season. It started yesterday. There are some huge, huge important series. Like I look at the Giants, they finally... Beat the A's, crush them to win one out of six. And if you're only going to win one, win the last one, as they say. But they had a great opportunity. Some of the teams, they're fighting to get in, and they didn't do it. So, or at least to gain some ground. So Brewers at the Reds is going to be huge. When you think about the Brewers and Reds and Giants all around 500. The Cardinals hosting the Brew Crew, five head-to-heads there. Padres at the Giants. Hopefully for the Giants, the Padres will rest. But why? I mean, they're not. Why would they play Tatis? Well, to keep them fresh. The Marlins at the Braves. The Cinderella Marlins are now the five seed, and they have a shot at the NL East title. 
they got to sweep the Braves. The Phillies at the Rays. Phillies and Joe, Girard, Joe Girardi's first season are hanging on by a thread with the Reds, Brewers, and Giants as well. And they've got four against the Nationals and three against the Rays. And then maybe a doubleheader because the Cardinals and the Tigers, who were shut down for two weeks, at least the Cardinals were, they still owe Detroit a doubleheader. And they might have to play it. It's going to be a wacky week of baseball. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY. Let's go to Vince, who's in Lafayette. How you doing, Vince? All right. Um, I, I know, obviously, I know what you're doing Monday night, the same thing I was doing. Um, after that first quarter, where do you think the chance of the Raiders pulling that game out? I thought they had a chance to win. I didn't think they would be they would look so solid. Um, but I still would have put money on New Orleans to win that game. Well, all the analysts put put it on uh, the Raiders. Nobody, and even I, deep down in my heart, didn't think the Raiders had a shot. Um, mm. But I'm kind of excited. I just remember when the Raiders left us the first time. They won the Super Bowl that year in L.A. That was like, oh, that was brutal. But um, yeah. I'm looking at the Raiders, and they, they still have a tough schedule. But uh, I'm not mad at them for leaving, to be honest with you. they got a $2 billion stadium. What did Oakland offer them? You know, and they have no taxes down there for 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 their employees and you know, including the owner. There's no doubt so, it was a tremendous business decision. No doubt. Yeah, and they had. I mean, I saw what the Chili's were doing in front of the MGM hotel. They were out there. They did the color lights. I'm sure you saw that in the fountains and stuff. I was. I mean, right. I they couldn't have the fans in there, but I mean, that's really beautiful down there. I got. I'm just really disappointed in California. I mean. You look at how much money the Bay Area has, and they don't build anything like that for them, our teams. It just kind of really disappoints me that our legislators, like our governor and state legislators, can't get together with the city and the county supervisors and try to, you know, chip in some money and try to build beautiful stadiums all around California for all its teams. So none of it, nobody would have to left, uh, left. <laughs> can't even speak English, leave. Like the San Diego uh, Chargers should be still in San Diego with a beautiful stadium. We should have one in Oakland. The 49ers should have one in San Francisco. I mean, I don't know. It just seems disappointing that California is so rich and we don't, we don't spend anything for our stadiums. It's just, it's just really disappointing. I mean, like I said, it's, you know, um, and it's like I said, it doesn't matter who's in office. Nobody cares, you know, what party or anything. Cause I'm not, a, I don't, I don't care about politics that much. And um, I'm just mad that nobody seems to care about our teams but um i wanted to ask you with uh, the a's i know you always listen to all your predictions well actually a couple other things first what do you think the chance of the giants getting in the playoffs what do you think the chance of the phillies getting in the playoffs i know they're playing tampa bay right now well, the um, the so phillies spent a lot more money on personnel but the giants they're right there uh they're keeping their fans uh their hopes alive i would love to see the giants make it to the playoffs i'm not a giants hater um, I'm not a fan, but I'm not a hater. I think it's good for the Bay Area when they make it. I have a lot of friends and uh, family as well. As, and my parents grew up in the Bay Area, so they were Giants fans for 10 years before they became A's fans. So they still pull for them. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't sit there and go, yay, Darren Ruff hit a home run. But I think it would be good for the Bay Area if they could make it. <clears throat> well, I have, like, my sister and her husband and uh... – their kid uh, all love the 49ers and Giants and on the, the other side, the Bay, you know, the Raiders and the A's. But, you know, 
and you know me being conservative, they're being liberal, and my wife liberal. So I'm used to having splits throughout the family throughout my life. But it's um, it's really nice to see uh, you know the, the Giants that they make. I like to see the Phillies. I think they both can make it. You know, they're both fighting. There's another spot. I mean, Cincinnati's the other team. I think battling that spot. Uh, if I believe um, there's like three teams battling two spots, so both of them can make it. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I mean, the Phillies are kind of a disappointment. The Giants are kind of a surprise. The A's. I mean, I'm not sure who they're going to be playing. I mean, we got the Dodgers and in Seattle. Do you think the A's will? <laughs> I hate this predict this. We don't even know who we're playing yet officially. But do you think there's? A, I mean, we might be playing Houston. But do you think there's a chance we'll win our first round? <laughs> first instead of getting losing. Uh. Well. Billy Bean in over 20 years has only gotten out of the first round once, and I know the A's were bragging about how in the last nine years only the Dodgers have gone to the playoffs more. Well, the Dodgers have a few pennants up on the wall. The A's have basically nothing. So I'm just glad it's not a one-and-done because uh, the A's uh, would have been the Buffalo Bills of that maybe. Yeah, I see Chris Bassett starting game one. I'm not sure he's going to start game two. And maybe three if it goes that far. You saw that as you saw them announce that. Well, uh, Melvin kind of said that. I mean, he's I was um, way Bassett's pitching. I mean, Bassett has. Do you know uh, before he had a shutout innings of seven more, he was fifth in American League uh, among earned run average. I don't know if you know. No, I, I, no I'm I'm a big fan. I just I didn't hear Melvin say he was going to start game one. Yeah, he said he was saying that on Saturday, I think, and Sunday. He said he looks like Bassett is definitely the starter, um, but he's not sure yet for two and three. So wow. it's kind of like well, a, that's news. Yeah. That's news to me. I didn't hear that. Thank you. Yeah, he was. Yeah, well, Bassett is the, the best pitcher they have on the team. There's not. There's no. There's nobody even close. You know, um, to Bassett's numbers. I mean, I looked at him last year, the last half of the year. He was really coming on strong, and it's so funny because you look at Chris Bassett. He was supposed to be bullpen guy. He wasn't even supposed to be a starter. And now you look at him, he's our number one starter. That's why you look at these pictures, you never know who's going to be your star. And then look how many stars, you know, you know, flamed yeah. out. I remember doing a ace pre and post. They were in Chicago and they were facing a pitcher who was pitching in his second game ever. His first game in his debut, he got shelled. He was a guy that no one ever heard of out of the Mac conference named Chris Bassett, and I thought it would be just, and this is when the A's were in first place, I go, it would be just like the A's to lose to this guy who no one ever heard of, who had an ERA of like nine, and of course Bassett did win that game, and that probably, I think, stuck with Billy Bean, was that first time we saw him in Chicago, his second ever start, and he beat the A's. Yeah, I mean, I love Bassett. I mean, he's one of my favorite, because he's like the guy that never nobody ever cared about. I mean, I, I my prediction, I think is going to be one of the, three pitchers they're going to be in a starting thing and i'm not sure i mean people say lazaro i would put lazaro in the bullpen i think because he pitches like three or four innings really good i think he'd be a great guy to come in the bullpen but i'm not sure who would be a third starter i mean that's what i would put i put fries my my two starter um but there there's a couple guys i, I know of that could get the third one but that's the way i would do it but i really think the a's have a shot of winning the first round and you know because i think if they do play houston they um, I think they'll beat Houston. I think they, they should beat the first round. I think they'll be favored on that. But I, I'm just so. I mean, I mean, I was around. At least I'm a little older than you. I re, I moved out here from Philadelphia in '72. 
I thought I died and went to heaven because I saw the A's win three World Series. I saw the Warriors win a championship in 75. I saw the Raiders win it too. And I thought, man, this is we're going to see the Warriors all the years in a row. I'm going to see the Raiders forever. And then, you know, the Raiders eventually faded away when Alex started getting old. The Warriors are <laughs> were like dead for like 40 years. I mean, it was like, you never know that when you're in high school. That's why I'm saying you got to really savor, or savor every uh, um, win, every championship, because you never know. I mean, how long the spell will be for the next time. Where but did you Raiders, go to high school, Vince? Uh, when I moved out here, I went to College Park. I mean, we moved to Oh, a Walnut Creek guy, huh? Yeah, I was actually in Martinez, right on the border of... Uh, oh, yeah, Pleasant Park. Hill right there uh, on Taylor, yeah. Yeah. So I was, Even, I, I was it's like, the Diablo Valley College right there, too. Yeah, I went there for my uh, for the first two years. I was planning, before I moved out here, I was going to go to Penn State. I got to even accept it, but I, I couldn't afford it for out-of-state tuition. I was going to go Villanova for grad school. That was my plan, and, you know, I just couldn't afford it. It was really poor. I even got accepted. Oh, uh, you ended up at DVC. What a lose. No, I'm just playing Vince. I know. Well, my son says that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, I did some wife. time at Contra. I did some time at Contra Costa College. It was actually a really good school. Yeah, my wife teases me that to, to me all the time. I mean, but I got accepted London School of Economics for my PhD, but I couldn't afford it. I was so mad. I mean, I, I, I couldn't get a student loan, and nobody would lend me any money. I was really trying to get it. It was only 5000 a year. That was back in the early 80s. You know, yeah, the, you that know, was a lot of cash had... back then. All right, Vin, I got to run, man, but thanks for the call. I always appreciate it. Yeah, you take care. Yeah. And his idea of Lasardo out of the pen is it's a very attractive idea, but the way he's stretched out, I don't know. I I like him better than Montas. I like him better than Manaya right now. I'd rather see him start. All right, we have time if you want to get in at one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Come on back on Sports Bible. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Actually, got a couple minutes left in the show. Remember when Bubba Wallace left the Penske team and people were kind of surprised? Well, now we find out, I guess, why he did, because he's going to be driving for a new NASCAR team created by Michael Jordan and former uh, Tittle guest Denny Hamlin. Jordan said, growing up in North Carolina, my parents would take my brothers, sisters, and me to races. And I've been a NASCAR fan my whole life. The opportunity to own my own racing team in partnership with my friend Denny Hamlin and to have Bubba Wallace driving for us is very exciting for me. Historically, NASCAR has struggled with diversity, and there have been very few black owners. The timing seemed perfect as NASCAR is evolving and embracing social change more and more. In addition to the recent commitment and donations I have made to combat systemic racism, I see this as a chance to educate a new audience and open more opportunities for black people in racing. Uh, Bubba Wallace said this is a unique once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that I believe is a great fit for me at this point in my career. I'm grateful and humbled that they believe in me, and I'm super pumped to begin this adventure with them. Hamlin just said, I'm excited to announce MJ and I are starting a new single-car NASCAR Cup Series team for 2021. Deciding on a driver was easy. It had to be at Bubba Wallace. 
That's kind of exciting there, too. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow at another edition of Tittle Sports at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Coming up next, Sports Talk. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.